Hey, hey there, beautiful. Happy Monday and welcome back. This is episode 41 of the Ignite Her Soul podcast and I am so excited. I can't even stand it right now. <laughs> oh, God is so good. Today, I'm going to be dispelling the prosperity is evil message for you. So you may want to buckle up, secure your hat and sunglasses because we are getting ready to go on a wild ride. So if you have been taught that money is evil or Christians aren't supposed to be wealthy, then this episode is going to fire you up. So grab your Bible, your journal, because you're definitely going to want to take notes, your beverage of choice, and let's do this. Hey there, beautiful, and welcome to the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Do you have a big dream, a desire that you're certain God has placed in your heart? Do you see others who are crushing it in their business and their life, yet nothing seems to be working out for you? Do you have a deep desire for God to use your life and your business to impact the kingdom for his glory, yet you can't seem to figure out why you keep doing the things you don't want to do and you don't do the things that you really do want to do? Do you feel like God is nudging you to make a difference with your life, yet you sit and stew in doubt, fear, and unbelief, afraid to take that first step? Feeling that if you just take one more course, read one more book, or attend one more seminar, then you'll be ready? If we haven't met yet, I'm Betsy, daughter of the king, wife, mom, BB, serial entrepreneur, and certified neuroscience life coach. And I get where you are because I was totally there for years, actually. The inner conflict tore me apart and totally wrecked my health. I knew I needed help, but I had no idea where to start. Then God showed me the way, and now my mission in life is helping Kingdom women uncover the blocks that are keeping them from their calling, create wild success in their business in every area of their life, so they can truly impact the world for God's glory, utilizing a whole lot of tough love, biblical strategies, and brain science to help you master your mindset and heal your soul. So you can totally squash doubt, fear, procrastination, and overwhelm, and rewire your brain to work for you instead of against you. My friend, it's time to ignite, because the world needs you now more than ever to become her, so you can do what God's calling you to do. So let's get started. Oh, and make sure you grab your journal, because you're going to want to take notes. So first of all, I have some really exciting news that I want to share with you guys. And that is that the Lord has been really dealing with me for the last few weeks. And he is restructuring my message and leading me in a new direction that I'm like uber, uber excited about. (laughs) And he is calling me to lead his women out of their Egypt of scarcity and lack and into the promised land, creating prosperity for their family and wealth for the kingdom. And I am so so excited about this because my precious brain was programmed for scarcity and lack for over five decades. And I want to help you to break the chains of lack off your life so that you can actually make money in your business and create the impact that God has for you in the kingdom. I truly believe that network marketing is the greatest industry for women and an especially great industry for women to get started in entrepreneurship because the barrier to entry is low. And while the income potential in this industry is unlimited, it will be however limited for you, depending on the money story you have on repeat. So if you are struggling to make money in your business, um, you really wanna stay tuned. And please go ahead and share this with your team 
because your income is directly impacted by your money story, but it's also directly impacted by their money story. And guess what? Everybody has one. Did you know that your brain, the automations and stories that you have on repeat are running 90% of your business? What? Yep, it's true. Oh, and they control your bank account too. Living a life of scarcity or a life of abundance is your choice. And whichever side of the coin you are living in the present is happening because of your identity and the money story that you have programmed in your brain. And what I mean by that is if you are not living a life of abundance, it's because you are living life through the lens or automation of your limitations and not through the lens or automation of possibility. And your brain is wired to find evidence for whatever you have on automation. And it will continue to serve you more of that until you get tired of lack and scarcity and reprogram your money story for wealth instead. So let's get to dispelling the prosperity myth. In Psalm 1, not Psalm 100, but in Psalm 1, God says, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be a like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. Whatever he does shall prosper. That's Psalm 1. Prosper in the Greek means to help on the road or succeed in reaching. The dictionary definition is to succeed in an enterprise or activity, to become strong or flourishing, to cause to succeed or thrive. And guys, this is every area of your life, your health, your wealth, your joy, your peace, your passion, your fire for life, everything. But if you're programmed for scarcity, the opposite is going to be true for you. Lack of health, lack of wealth, joy, peace, passion, and fire, everything. And how do I know that? Because I lived it for decades because of the scarcity programming that I had. Being adopted, I was wired for scarcity from the womb. I saw the world from the lens of abandoned, rejected, and definitely not worthy, which is the root cause of scarcity, by the way. Mark 11, 24 says, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. And this is where prosperity has gotten a bad rap because there are so many people out there that are twisting God's words for their benefit. This scripture says, ask, believe that you receive it and you will have it. There's nowhere in that verse anywhere whatsoever where it says, ask, sow a seed in someone's ministry, believe that you receive it and you will have it. If you're sick, sow a seed in my ministry and you'll be healed. If you're in debt, sow a seed in my ministry and your debt will magically disappear. If you need to pay your mortgage, sow a seed in my ministry and your mortgage will automatically be paid. They're twisting the word and using it for their gain. And when it doesn't work, 
They're leaving you asking the question, Lord, what's wrong with me? Why won't you bless me? I guess prosperity is just not for me. It's for everybody else, but not me. And that's the difference in prosperity and the prosperity gospel in quotes. Because the gospel is actually a gospel of prosperity. It's, it's talked about all throughout the gospel. But this prosperity gospel in quotes is their twisted version of getting you to give them money with the promise that you're going to get something in return. Friend, God wants you blessed. He wants you blessed more than you want to be blessed. He wants you blessed to be a blessing. He says in Deuteronomy 28, 12, that he will bless all the work of your hand. But notice the work part. <laughs> and that's where the prosperity gospel goes. All right. Nowhere does it say, I will bless you when you sow a seed in the ministry and sit on your hiney, believing that it's going to fall from the sky. Now, God certainly loves a cheerful giver. But it's the motive behind your giving that he's looking at, okay? If you're only giving to get, that's a hard issue. God says in Malachi 3, 10 through 12, bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such a blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. And I, I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. This is the only scripture in the Bible that says, try me, try me and see. But remember, guys, the tithe belongs to the Lord anyway. It's his. And in verse 8 through 9, he says, Will a man rob God? Yet you have robbed me. But you say, in what way have we robbed you? In tithes and offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you have robbed me, even this whole nation. So friend, if you're not tithing, God says that you're cursed with a curse. And he says, if you are tithing, that you will be blessed and you will be a delightful land. And he will open the windows of heaven for you. God wants his people blessed. And I'm going to be talking a lot about this in upcoming podcasts because it's really, really important for us to understand this. Here's the deal. Jesus isn't coming back until the gospel is preached to every tongue, tribe, and nation. That's in the Bible. The gospel cannot go out to every tongue, tribe, and nation if God's people aren't blessed. Why? Who's going to send the missionaries into these remote areas? Uh, George Soros? Bill Gates? The Clintons? And I'm going to stop right there with that one because I could be here for a five-hour tangent. But I want you to really think about that for a minute. Who's going to send the missionaries if we don't? So why would God have a problem with you having money? You are a joint heir with Jesus. That's Romans 8, 17. And the problem is, if you don't understand your identity as a child of God, you're going to stay broke, busted, and disgusted when it's his will for you to be blessed. See, the problem is, God doesn't mind if you have stuff, as long as the stuff doesn't have you. If God gave you a brand new car today, 
and he asked you to give it away tomorrow, could you do it? Heck, if God asked you to give away the car that you have now, would you? Could you? Could you do it? That's where you know if your stuff has you. If there's anything that you own right now that you would not give to the Lord today without a second thought thinking about it, if he asked you for it, your stuff owns you. And you need to get right with God on that. God is a God of abundance. The devil, however, is a little g God of lack and scarcity. And he has absolutely no problem blessing his people. You know, all those Luciferians that are out there right now that are blessed beyond measure, that are wreaking havoc all over the world. That's not God's blessing. Remember when Jesus came off his 40-day fast in the wilderness and one of the first things the devil does is he tries to tempt him and he says, the devil take, took him up on an exceedingly high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their glory. And he said to him, all these things I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Jesus said to him, away with you, Satan, for it is written, you shall worship the Lord your God and him only shall you serve. The devil doesn't care if his people give money away to causes because that makes them look good, right? As long as they're not giving it away to the work of the Lord, they can do whatever they want to. The reason that you're living in scarcity and lack is because you have a desire to do something for the Lord and the devil hates that. He hates you, but more than anything, he hates a vision that's on the inside of you. John 10, 10 says the thief, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I have come that you have life and have it more abundantly. And that word abundance includes every single area of your life. Abundance of peace, abundance of joy, abundance of love, abundance of relationships, abundance of passion, finances. God's people are supposed to be blessed. We're not supposed to be sick and broken, busted and disgusted and all that stuff. We are supposed to be abundantly blessed. And when it says the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, the main thing that he wants to steal is your identity. He is a master identity thief because he knows if he can get you in a place where you don't know who you are and you don't know your identity in Christ, he will steal your inheritance and he will steal the impact that you were created to have in all the lives that God has called you to impact. Think about that for a minute. There is a ripple effect that you've been called to initiate. And if you don't start that ripple, it ends with you. There are people out there right now that are praying for what you have. They're praying to connect with you because of what you have been through is something that you can help them through. Your story, the things that you have gone through and overcome are things that other people need to hear to help them out of dark places that they're in. And if you stay stuck in an identity of not enough and scarcity and lack and woe is me and all that stuff, they're never going to benefit from your story. And all the things that you have gone through will be for nothing. Think about that. I mean, if nothing else, you should want to shove it down the devil's throat for all the things that have happened in your life, right? So friend, you owe it to yourself and to the world to get up, to understand your identity in Christ, to understand the inheritance that you have in him and to get out there and create impact because money follows value. And if you're out there providing value to people, the money's going to come. God's not going to plop it on your head. So if you're praying to win the lottery, 
and you're buying lottery tickets every single day, then you have a lack and scarcity mindset. Or you're just lazy. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> Remember, God's the one who said he will bless all the work. That's W-O-R-K of your hands. And if you have a lack and scarcity mindset, even if you did win the lottery, you would be like the statistic that says, what, 80 to 90% of people that win lottery are broke? Even more broke within a few short years after they win it? That's because they didn't have the mindset to support the money. If you have a scarcity and, and lack mindset and you get a windfall of money, you're going to give it away. You're going to push it away. You're going to throw it away. You're going to do everything that you can to get rid of it. You need to have a mindset of abundance and a mindset of abundance means that as long as you're creating value in the world, you're going to be blessed for it. The Bible says God will bless all the work of your hand. It doesn't say God will bless you going out and buying lottery tickets and praying that you win. <laughs> Believe me, I did that for years. I prayed that I would win the lottery and I told God and I meant it. Like I was serious before I got saved and it never even had a relationship with the Lord. We had some massive debt and I was just like laying out in my hammock, praying every night. Didn't know if anybody was listening, but I was praying. Lord, if you just help me to, to win that lottery, then I'm just going to pay off all my debt and then I'll give it all to you. I'll give you the rest of it. And I meant that. Like I, I all I wanted to do was pay off my debt and I was going to give the rest of it to him. Well, shortly later, within, I don't know, a few weeks, I did win the lottery and I won the best lottery that I could have ever won. And I was put in a situation where I could accept the Lord Jesus as my Lord and Savior. And I promise you that is a way better lottery than any monetary lottery that I could have ever won. So I have to ask you, do you know who you are and whose you are? Because until you know that, you will stay stuck in lack and scarcity and you will never create the abundance that Jesus died for you to have. And this is what my coach told me one day and it really hit hard. If you are living a life of lack and scarcity, you are basically slapping Jesus in the face because he went to the cross for you to have an abundant life. Scarcity is a program. Abundance is a program. And if you're not living an abundant life, that means you are wired for scarcity and or you have an orphan spirit, meaning you don't know who your daddy is. You don't know the one who owns the cattle on a thousand hills, the creative universe that owns it all. And that simply means that you have neural networks in your brain that are wired for scarcity. And it doesn't matter how much you do, how many tactics or strategies you learn, you will always push away abundance because your brain is wired for scarcity. And it's been there since you're about five years old. And you cannot outperform the programming that's in your brain. It's impossible. You might willpower your way for a week or two, but you will always go back to the automated programming that you have. And until you rewire the neural networks in your brain for abundance, you will die in scarcity and lack. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but it's truth. You cannot outperform your programming. So what's your money story? What are your thoughts about money? What do you say to yourself about money? What do you tell yourself about money? What did you hear about money growing up? Because it was programmed in you by age five. Your relationship to money was programmed in your brain by the time you were five years old. Think about that for a minute. And that program is still running your life right now. That program is running 90% of your life in every area. And it's running 90% of your business and 90% of your checking account. If you want to get really real, look at it this way. 
let's say you had a partner in your business and you know you couldn't figure out why your business wasn't making money you just couldn't get ahead just seemed like you know you'd make a little and then you'd lose and you'd make a little and you'd lose or you'd get some money and it would just go away or whatever would happen you'd make some money and the bill would happen and where you have to spend everything on that bill and then you found out that your partner was embezzling 90% of the funds that were coming into your business. And that's why you couldn't get ahead. That's what happens when you're programmed for scarcity. That partner or automation is running 90% of your business and it's running 90% of your life and it's running 90% of your bank account and it's stealing the abundant life that Jesus died for you to have. And until you rewire those neural pathways in your brain for abundance, you will stay in lack and you will never create the success that you want in your business because you will always push it away. You will never make money and you will never impact the lives that God has called you to impact because you will quit and give up in discouragement. And you will continue to look outside of yourself for that tactic or strategy or program or mastermind or whatever else you're looking for, thinking that's the next best, latest, greatest thing is going to help you in your business. The greatest thing that you can do for your business is to rewire the neural networks in your brain. And I can teach you how to do it. So I'm curious, are you sick and tired of constantly being on the struggle bus when it comes to building your business? Do you wish that there was a way to actually make money consistently in your business so that you can have more time with your family and live a life that you love? I know what it feels like to be on that struggle bus feeling like I was moving through life with one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake for decades, <laughs> feeling like I would never create success in my online business. Imagine if you had a step-by-step -step process that could help you to rewire your brain from scarcity to the abundant life that Jesus died for you to have. And it could happen in as little as 67 days from the comfort of your very own home. For a limited time, I am opening up a few spots for women who are serious about mastering their money mindset. These spots are first come, first serve, and when they are gone, they are gone. Money Mindset Mastery is an intense 90-minute one-on-one session where we will dive deep into your money story and the programming that's keeping you stuck in scarcity and lack. And I will teach you how to rewire your brain for abundance so that you can get out there and finally make money in your business. Imagine what it would feel like if you took the next 67 days to rewire your brain for abundance so that you could step into the fall months, the busy months with posture and confidence in who you are and whose you are. As I mentioned, these spots are very limited and they will go fast. So if you want to snag one of them, it's a 90 minute one-on-one -on -one session with me. If you want to snag one, email me at wiredforkingdomwealth at gmail.com and I'll drop that in the show notes or you know where to find me in the DMs on Instagram at Betsy Crony. First come, first serve. So I appreciate you hanging out with me today. I am really, really excited for the new direction that the Lord is leading me and the opportunity to serve his beautiful daughters, leading them out of their Egypt and into their promised land so that they can create a life of abundance and impact. And I would greatly appreciate it if you would share this episode with your friends, your family, your team, and anyone that you feel could benefit. And again, if you have any questions regarding the Money Mindset Mastery Call, catch me in the DMs. And I really hope that you will come back and join me for the next episode.
And until then, I hope you have an amazing rest of your day and God bless. And that wraps up another episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. My mission is to help you eliminate any and all mindset blocks and soul wounds that are standing in your way so that you can confidently and courageously step into the call of God for your life and set the world on fire for his glory. I really hope you loved today's episode and that it challenged you or blessed you in some way. If so, please share this with a friend you think might benefit. And I would be forever grateful if you could take 30 seconds and leave me a review over on Apple Podcasts. That way I know you're liking the show. I'm so grateful for you and I would love to hear from you. Come connect with me in the DMs over on Instagram at Betsy Crony or shoot me an email at ignitehersoul at gmail.com. I look forward to meeting you back here real soon for the next episode of the Ignite Her Soul podcast. Thanks for listening. Have a beautiful day and God bless.